to Yo and Yo's podcast. We've had the privilege of advising Michigan businesses for over 95 years, and we want to share our knowledge with you, covering tax, accounting, technology, financial, and advisory topics relevant to you and your business. Yo and Yo's podcast is hosted by industry and subject matter experts, where we go beyond the beans. So if you want to stay in the know about business issues and trends that affect you, then keep listening because this is Everyday Business with Yo and Yo. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Business. My name is Pete Bender, and I'm the leader of Yo and Yo Wealth Management and a principal in our Saginaw office. Today's podcast is another in our series on wealth management and financial planning, and is especially geared for business owners. We're going to talk about the very important topic of succession planning for business owners, that being safeguarding your biggest asset. Joining me once again uh, to discuss this topic is Matt Cash, a financial planning consultant from Advantex Planning Partners. How are you doing today, Matt? I'm well. How are you, Pete? Great. You ready to talk about uh, some succession planning? Very ready. All right. So even though it's not always the case, a succession plan is really a must-have for any small business owner. Not only can a plan help you get the best price when it comes time to retire, but you can also safeguard its value should something happen uh, in the meantime. It's really an essential part of the financial planning uh, we do for all of our business clients here at Yo and Yo. You know, we find that business owners do just that. They run their business and they're great at running their business and making it very successful. But so often they take so much time doing that, they really don't take time to plan, both for the known retirement and for the unknown, which could be death, disability, or something else, uh, a major event in their life. So what is succession planning? Uh, let, let's start by talking by that a little bit. Succession planning is really the act of creating a plan for what might happen to your business when you're no longer running it. It generally includes a detailed understanding of who will take over and how those people will be compensated. There's a lot of different ways you can go about doing this, and we're going to talk about those today. Could be transferring it to family members, transferring it to key management people, or possibly selling it to a third party, an outside party. No matter which route you go, you need to plan for that. You need to be ready for the unexpected and have confidence by having a plan in place that you know is what's going to happen for your business in the future. So with that, I'll bring in Matt to the conversation here. And Matt, what are your topics you uh, talk about with your clients when, when dealing with succession planning? Yeah, I think it's important to have conversations about that, especially as it relates to taxes, estate planning, and financial planning. I have uh, a list of questions that I think are crucial to ask yourself as a business owner as it relates to succession planning to make sure that you're best prepared and to understand you know, the impacts of having a succession plan. So I'm just going to run through these and feel free to sort of comment on you know, why they uh, would be relevant to, to a business owner. Number one, have you defined your personal goals and a vision for the transfer of ownership and management of the company? Yeah, that's uh, obviously very important. You know, you need to think about who do you want to own this business down the road? Is it is it a, a family business? Uh, we always hear about how difficult it is to transition businesses from uh, generation to generation, and, and most businesses don't last. So you need to think about is, is that something you want to have happen? Do you want to keep this business in the family? 
or do you need to sell it to possibly key management folks? Or if it's not a family business, selling it to an outside party, those are three really entirely different methods of, of selling your business. And each one has different uh, things you need to plan for. Yep. And transitioning right into the next one, have you identified a successor uh, for the business? Yeah, exactly. Same thing. Do you have family members that are capable of running this business? I have have clients that think the next generation want to run it and own it, but maybe they're not really ready to do that or might not ever be ready to do that. So, you know, you have to plan for those contingencies and really think about, you know, who's capable of taking over. That's right. And again, right into the next one, if applicable, have you resolved the family issues that often accompany leadership and ownership decisions? Yeah, that's uh, that's another topic that can get very interesting. And, and actually, going back in our previous section, who's who's able to run that business? And if there's multiple siblings involved, is there a leader amongst that group? Or do they all want to be in charge, right? They can't all wear that president hat. Uh, and so there can be a lot of issues. And when money's involved, obviously, we all know how people can change very quick. And so as a business owner, family business owner, you have to understand the dynamics of your family and um, and making sure you choose the right people to, to lead your business and putting them in the right roles that they can handle going forward. Does your plan include a strategy to reduce estate taxes? Yep. Another great question, Matt. Estate tax has always been an issue uh, for clients, and um, there's going to be a lot of changes coming up, we think, going forward. Um, the current estate tax exemptions are set to expire in the end of 2025, so it makes planning difficult because, uh, you know, if you have a the value of the business is smaller and, and maybe estate planning is an issue right now, that could change here in a few years, so you need to be prepared for that. So you need to talk to your CPA, your attorney, your planning team um, about such things as trusts, making sure things are titled correctly in trust to possibly reduce estate taxes, doing gifting, uh, gifting shares to family members, if, if that's what your, your goal is, um, and doing that, starting that as soon as possible so that you can move as much wealth without paying estate tax or gift tax. Um, and then if you're going to sell the business to an outside party, you know, possibly installment sales or different ways of selling the business that can help you save taxes. So that's something that we always uh, talk to our clients about when they're getting ready to sell their business. That's right. And it's also important to note that on January 1st of 26, absent any further congressional action, the, the exemption amounts for states are scheduled to revert back to the five slash $10 million uh, levels adjusted for inflation. So um, it's important to start planning for this now. Yeah, that'll be here before you know it. And uh, obviously there could be changes um, before then, but that's the rules that we stand at currently with inflation, they're up to about 12 million per person right now. And, and that's gonna revert back to at least probably 6 million or, or a little bit more. Another question, if succession will one day require the transfer of assets, have you executed a buy-sell agreement that details the process ahead of time? Yeah, another great question. Buy-sells affect businesses in different ways. Uh, if there's multiple owners, let's say a partnership, so you have two owners and something were to happen to one of the other owners, we have to make sure 
a plan is in place so that uh, the spouse of the deceased can get enough funds from the business so that they can live out the rest of their life effectively or um, comfortably, I guess I should say, to make sure that it's not a huge strain on the business, um, that there's enough cash there. In dealing with buy-sell agreements, you have to make sure then they're funded, usually with life insurance policies, um, to make sure, like I said, there's cash available to, to make sure the business is is liquid in that case. And then, you know, as far as family businesses go, if, if the next generation is going to buy, um, you need to establish, you know, what they're going to buy it for. How do you figure out what that business is worth? You know, there's different business valuations method methods to use, but you got to have those set up ahead of time, right? Because something happens to you or you're ready to sell. Um, there might be family members that are going to be active in it, that are buying it, others that are going to get some of the proceeds. We don't want them arguing about, okay, this business is worth 10 million. No, it's only worth five. You need to have a method set. You know, they don't have control over what that is that you can kind of control who's going to determine what that business is worth. So that's why um, that's very important in, in all situations. Yeah. And I think it's especially important in businesses with maybe one or two owners uh, where if one of the owners passes, you know, the business you know, may not be able to continue to run, especially if one's more active, in essence, loses a lot of its value upon the passing. If you've got a buy-sell agreement in place that assures that that your family's going to recognize the wealth that you built up within that business mm-hmm. in case something um, happens to you and the value is um, decreased substantially. Another question is there a detailed contingency plan in case the business owner dies or becomes unable to continue working sooner than anticipated? Um, Pete, I think you um, got maybe an example of this too, um, but another great question. Yeah. So uh, again, this isn't more of a, a financial question so much as a, an operating question, right? So if the there's a key owner or um part of the business um, that is no longer to, to perform their functions at of running the business or running a key section of the business, you know, who's going to take over? Is there somebody within the business that can take over? Are there multiple people that can fill those roles that that, that key person was doing? Um, or do you have to go outside of the business to hire somebody to do that? That again is where, you know, life insurance or disability insurance uh, comes into play. Um, number one, on the financial side to take care of the, the person's family and then to take care of the, the business as well to make sure there's funds available to, to replace that person. So certainly hard to think about, but, you know, uh, we do a lot of medical practices, you know, a lot of times it's a, a doctor or a dentist and they're performing the majority of the services. So how does, how does that business survive if something were to happen to them? either to bring somebody in to take over or, you know, if they're bringing somebody up through the ranks until that person is ready to, to manage it, you need to have a plan in place as to who can help out sometimes. And in, in that medical field, you can and bring in other folks temporarily to, to help replace that key person. But um, you need to have those arrangements set up ahead of time. It makes things a lot easier if those arrangements are set up ahead of time, as opposed to dealing it once the, once the event happens. Yeah. And I think it's especially important, um, as I mentioned, you see this a lot with, uh, you know, sole practitioners that are just so 
ingrained and focused on what they're doing that this often comes secondary and um and usually we see these cases of you know someone was running a business they pass away you know the clients aren't sure what to do you know the the spouse isn't sure what to do and you know everything's kind of falling apart at the worst time you know tragedy could happen so um it's tough because these business owners are are really focused on what they're doing and sometimes it blindsides them um which is why it's so important to have uh, one of these um succession plans set up you know and reviewed as you know as often as as you should because you know we want to make sure that your realization of the business that you've built happens and you know it just doesn't go away if something happens to you have you determined whether you or anyone else will depend upon the business to meet retirement cash flow needs you know that's where our whole planning process comes in um, the process we use with advantax is called gps guiding planning and strategies and you know a lot of that for business owners is geared precisely to do that make sure you have enough in retirement to live the way you want to live when you retire whether it's retiring early or later in life you know making sure you have that plan in place and again business owners just they work so hard and 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 uh grow the value of the business but they just don't know what that means uh once they decide to hang things up and so having a plan in place and knowing exactly uh, based on some assumptions how long your money's going to last it gives them a lot of comfort and helps them know how much to sell the business for so let's say in the case of an, an owner wanting to transfer it to the next generation to a family member you know they need to know how much money they need in retirement to to live the way they want to live but they also don't want to overcharge the family member right they want to make it work for them they don't want to charge them more than they can afford and have to borrow a lot of money to do that so clients come to us and say how much do i need i don't want to overcharge my son so let's put together a plan and and we can say okay you sell it to it might be worth five million if you sold it on the outside market but um you know three million is going to be plenty of money you'll never outrun that money uh, outlive your money um based on how you spend and so three million is good and that that's a little more doable for the next generation so that's why having that plan in place is so important for business owners to know you know what things are going to look like once they decide to retire or sell that's right and that's why we do a lot of financial planning for business owners uh, because when we get in and present the plan to them we're getting into these conversations too uh, oftentimes they're sitting with their spouse and maybe they've thought about some of these things but haven't really articulated them or thought about ways to put them in action but if we're you know discussing hey this is what you would be selling your business for or you know how do you plan on transferring your your investments we're really opening up the door to conversations and then kind of taking those next level steps whether it be looping in an estate attorney uh, but we do know that you're already sitting in there with your financial planner and your your CPA so you know we've got some of the pieces in place we just have to think a little bit more about um some of that next level planning and how to properly transition your business I think another uh important point is that by doing this succession planning you're also adding value to your business if you have mm -hmm. um you know if you have a potential candidate to purchase your your company approach you and you have this succession plan in place 
Uh, I think it's it's more valuable to them to know that, hey, if something were to happen to you, even if you stayed on the job uh, after a sale, you know, that there is a, a strategy for moving forward. And, and you've already kind of, you know, put that up. That kind of planning really shows that, um, you know, the, the business can continue to operate even if something were to happen to one of the key people. Yeah, and I think that's a great point. Um, that that goes to your customers too, right? Depending on what type of business you're in, if your customers know that there's a plan in place, they don't need to know the details, right? But if they know that this business is going to be here for a long time because the owner has a plan in place, um, if something were to happen to them, they feel more comfortable signing contracts, whatever whatever your business might be, doing business with you because you know you know there, there's longevity can happen in the business because uh, you've got your ducks in a row. Another question. Have you recently had the business valued and analyzed in the same way potential buyers and competitors would? Yeah, exactly. And that's something we can help you with here. Our valuation team does that for a lot of our clients. Um, They get in the habit of every year when they get their financial statements done, they have a business valuation done. And that's a formal method of determining uh, based on a bunch of different financial factors and in market conditions, what your business is worth. And so, you know, they, they update that every year and various reasons, like Matt said, if something were to come up, then the people who are taking over the business know what it's worth. It can be make it easier to sell, you know, that value is established every year. So if one of the owners wants to get out, there's no arguments of what it's worth because we've already established what it's worth. They know what it's going to be if they sell a portion of their interest or all of their interests. So a lot of different reasons uh, for getting that valuation done other than selling also for estate tax purposes. If you are doing gifting, um, that's important. There's ways to take discounts and to really give a next generation more value than what we have to report on a gift tax return due to discounts and other things that the IRS allows. So just something else you can build off of. But uh, evaluation is a key thing that uh, all business owners need to think about. Yeah, that's right. I think, um, you know, we've covered a lot, but, you know, these topics are are very important and not something that most business owners, when they're, you know, involved in the day to day and really just focused on growing their business, um, not a lot think about, but you know, if you could just take some time, uh, meet with us, do a financial plan for you and talk about some of these things. A lot of times, you know, we can turn a potential uh, pitfall into into a success story. And, and you know, as a business owner, you want to make sure your family's taken care of. And, um, you know, the worst thing that could happen is something happens to you and, you know, your family has to deal with um, you know, all this stuff that they may not know a lot about. So, you know, if you can ensure that they're taken care of upon your passing, I think it just makes for a better, you know, overall experience for everyone and just assures that, uh, you know, your needs and wishes are taken care of like you would want to. Yeah, I, I get the question a lot. Well, when should I start doing this? And the question is, the answer is now. It, it's never too early to start thinking about this and planning. It, it can take a long time, um, so it doesn't happen overnight. And, um, you know, I like to ask my question or clients, the, the hard question is, if something were to happen to you or someone else in the family tomorrow, do you know what's going to happen to your business? Do you know who's going to take over? 
how much it's worth, who's going to provide for your spouse or that person? Do you know exactly what's going to happen? And if they can't answer yes, then we need to talk and we need to do some planning. And again, it's not, it's a complicated process. You need to involve your CPA, your attorney, you know, your wealth manager, all those folks, insurance uh, agents. And uh, it's a complicated process, but the sooner you start, the better for a lot of different reasons. And it just gives you that peace of mind that things are in order, are in order and things are going to be as okay as they can be. They'll still be crazy if something were to happen, but at least some things are in place to make it easier for your spouse, your kids, your key management people who worked so hard for you all these years. You know, they know things are in place and that there's a, a method and a plan uh, for planning. So I think, you know, no matter what stage you are in the business cycle, as far as your business goes, it, it's never too early to start thinking about a succession plan. So just as it is with uh, families doing financial planning, um, oftentimes it can be uncomfortable, especially if it's a family business uh, to think about these things. And and uh, and oftentimes it's easier just to avoid the topic altogether. But even if there's um, disputes within the family, uh, you want to, you know, solve it in a practical way um, as opposed to avoiding it. You know, some some people don't do a will or trust because they don't you know, want to think about that or they're not sure who's going to get what. But um, the quicker you can do that, uh, the less pain it will be in the long run because you're just avoiding what's the inevitable. Um, and so, uh, you know, don't don't be deterred by. Um, you know, things going on with the family. I think it's still important to have these conversations and and lay it all out. All right. Anything else, Matt, we need to cover? I think we're about at our time for today. No, I think uh, I think we've given a lot to think about. Um, you know, I've met with countless business owners that we've been able to to help uh, just, you know, a few things here and there even, um, you know, we can help, uh, you know, make sure that that at least their, their family is going to be taken care of in the event that something happens to them. And, um, it goes, it goes a really long way. Just having some of these short conversations sometimes. Great. So, uh, if you have any questions on any of this, or you'd like to talk to uh, us about starting a succession plan for your business, you know, just contact one of your team members here at, at Yo and Yo to start those conversations and and we can get a meeting set up and and see where you're at and uh, see how we can help you. So with that, thanks so much for listening and everybody have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Yo and Yo's Everyday Business Podcast. Yo and Yo's podcast can be listened to on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and of course our website, please subscribe, rate, and review. For more business insights, visit our resource center at yoandyo.com and be sure to subscribe to our newsletters. We'll talk to you next time on Yo and Yo's Everyday Business Podcast. The information provided in this podcast is believed to be valid and accurate on the date it is first published. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the podcast reflect the views of the speakers. This podcast does not constitute tax, accounting, legal, or other business advice or an advisor-client relationship. Before making any decision or taking action, you should consult with a professional regarding your specific circumstances. 
Investment advisory services are offered through Advantax Planning Partners. Commission-based securities products are offered through Advantax Investment Services, member FINRA SPIC. Insurance services offered through licensed agents of Avantax Planning Partners, 3200 Olympus Road, Suite 100, Dallas, Texas, 75019. The Avantax entities are independent of and unrelated to Yo and Yo Wealth Management. Peter Bender is an Advantax registered representative. Not all financial professionals are licensed to offer all products or services. Financial planning and investment advisory services require separate licenses. Avantax affiliated advisors may only conduct business with residents of states for which they are properly registered. Please note that not all of the investments and services mentioned are available in every state. This material is for informational purposes only. It is not intended as investment, tax, or other advice or an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any financial instrument. Indices are unmanaged, represent past performance, do not incur fees or expenses, and cannot be invested into directly. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Consult with your financial, tax, or other appropriate advisors on all matters pertaining to financial accounting or tax obligations and requirements.